Okay, welcome to Rose. We're continuing the Ramban, the Ramban's letter, and we've been reading through the letter again. Um, after we learned the letter, now we've been reading through the letter. So Ramban was discussing different matters related to humility and seeing other people and our perspective on other people. And he said that if the other person is wealthy or the person is wise, so we have to show them honor. The, the wealth and the wisdom themselves are honorable character traits, especially if they're used for the right things. They can be uh, wonderful, wonderful character traits, qualities that a person has. We have to honor those qualities. So then um, Ramban continues, Vimrashu. So what if the person is... Poor, right? Whether it means uh, intellectually poor because he is lacking knowledge, or whether he's financially poor, he's lacking in money. So why should I honor him, right? So then, then for sure, there's no honor, right? When the person's wealthy, the person's uh, wise. So there's a lot of things that he has that he has a lot of potential with those things that we have to honor. But a person who's poor, a person who's uh, uneducated. So what are you going to honor him for? So this is you're you're wealthier than him, you're wiser than him. So what honor do I have to show him? How do, where's the opportunity for humility in this case? So he says something fascinating. He says, think in your heart. You are guiltier than he is, and he is more innocent than you are. Because with the things, the gifts that Hashem has given you has come a huge amount of responsibility. You have money, you have Wisdom, so you have responsibility. You have to make sure you're using it correctly. Your actions are now weighed much more heavily because you understand the ramifications of your action. You understand what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. So therefore, if you do something that you're not supposed to do, so you're responsible for it because you understand, you've learned, you've studied. Furthermore, the gifts that Hashem gives us create a huge amount of responsibility for other people. We have to help other people, we have to teach other people, use our money, use our wisdom, everything we have to help other people. So if you don't do that, so then we're, we're losing out. So therefore, a person's wealth or wisdom is, if anything, it could be a liability for him. So therefore, he has to show honor to the poor person because that poor person, could, he, he doesn't know what he's doing necessarily. He doesn't understand. And therefore, he has less responsibility for his actions. Therefore, he may be considerably less guilty than, um, than, the, person, than the person, the wealthy or the um, intelligent person, right? So uh, Ramban spells this out. If he sins, he's by accident. He doesn't know anything. But you're going to be judged as doing it on purpose. Right, Fourier pointed out another reason, another factor in the great honor that a person must give to a poor person is because a person has to realize that you never know that when we're going to find ourselves in that same situation. Hopefully it won't happen, but it could be that we or our children or grandchildren or somebody some in some generation will have to... Um, We'll have to be in such a position. So we, we should never speak, um, speak downly to those who are poor, because who knows, maybe somebody um, related to us could end up in such a situation. Hopefully not. We, we pray that it doesn't happen. But it could happen. There's gagal husha chodzer ba'olam. That's what um, Rabbi Foyer quotes. It's a revolving wheel. Some people are down. Some people are up. That's the way the nature is. That's the way things go. So therefore... Um, a person has to uh, should never be looked down upon those people. And he also quotes uh, this idea here, based on a source in the Paleoets, that Kadosh Baruch Hu accompanies the steps of the poor. And therefore, when a person sees a poor person, he has to realize that Hashem is taking care of such a person, and therefore 
to whatever way we can understand that Hashem is accompanying such a person, and therefore honor must be given to that person. And Ramban continues, Wow, a lot of things here. In everything that you're, all your words, everything you say, all your actions, even your thoughts, and don't think it applies sometimes and not other times. Don't think it doesn't apply when you're on vacation. It applies at all times. Always think in your heart as if you are standing in front of Hashem. So a person who's standing in front of Hashem, how could he sin? How could he come to do anything wrong? How could he feel pride in his heart if he's standing, so to speak, face to face with Melech Malachem Lachem HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The Pasuk says, Shiviti Hashem Negdi Tamir, I've placed it in front of me at all times. That's how Ramosha Israelis begins his uh, comments on the Shulchan Aruch. So we, and he says here that, you know, when you're in front of a great king, you don't act the way you would act if you're sitting at home. So a person who always views himself always as being Lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make sure that his actions are always in accordance with the will of Hashem. He'll always understand that everything has to be done. Like you see a person in front of the rabbi, he doesn't act the same way as he acts in his dining room, in his, in his, in his living room. So, so, so all the more so, if a person has awareness of Hashem being with him at all times, certainly, certainly, he would act in an appropriate way at all times. Sometimes it's only the sense of Hashem's presence that can help a person control his very, very strong uh, drives that he has. So therefore, at all times, think in your heart, you're standing in front of Hashem. His presence rests upon you. Imagine Hashem's presence resting upon you. His glory's honor fills the world. world. And your words, you should speak. It could refer to Torah, it could refer to Tefillah. May refer to the way we speak to other people. As if you're a servant in front of his master. Have busha, have a certain amount of um, a certain amount of uh, maybe embarrassed is the word, or they describe it here as acting with restraint, acting with restraint in the company of others. Don't answer in a loud voice. To always have this feeling being in front of other people, this feeling of humility, being feeling that perhaps I'm in front of somebody who's greater than me. Perhaps they have some uh, some skill, some ability that I don't have, or there's some responsibility that they are fulfilling on their level that I'm not fulfilling on my level. So there's no room for a person to feel any arrogance, to feel any greater than any other person. And therefore, he speaks in a soft voice. He doesn't speak in a way that he feels like he's, he's in charge, he's the boss. But he speaks with humility, he speaks in a, in a modest way, and that leads a person to this midah of anava, and that's how a person expresses this midah of anava, of humility. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.